Kaiju FM. Come find your niche. That was about a bit of that then. Yes. Just yes. I don't know what that noise was. I went in the kitchen, I can't see Nothing's it. fallen over. Nothing's fallen over. Maybe something fell up. Ooh. I mean, that would be troubling in its own Yeah, time. no, it really would be, yeah. Because uh, it's still clattered against something. And that's really yeah. the worst part of something falling over. Yeah. So what did it clatter upwards? Did you check the ceiling? No. Pop might, in there, check the ceiling. Might eh? be something up there. Back to the Space Jam Continuum, the show where we try to make a cohesive cinematic universe out of something that was never meant to be one. I'm Chris McLennan. And I'm brewing beer. Yeah, you're doing, wrong, the, po- you're doing the wrong podcast. Wrong podcast. Yeah. Oh. I, I'll do that later. You're okay, I'm that. Carl Noble. Okay, I mean, Cartoons. You're, sti- you're still Carl Noble in the other podcast. Am I? He's not a character you play. <laughs> he <He's>, might be. <laughs> he might be. You poor <laughs> mass. <laughs> Mission Impossible styley. I'd and be, you've been Mike all along. All along. This is just part of his voice. That's why he's always late. That's why he's always late. Yeah, it's like, oh, he's coming in a bit. He's coming over in a bit. Yeah. Uh, I've been uh, having a think and doing some uh, some 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 adding. Uh, yeah. Because is, that, we took, is that what the smell of burning is? Yeah, it really is. <laughs> yeah. It's frazzled me. Yeah. Uh, because we took some time out due to you know pandemic things. Yeah. Uh, and so our usual series structure has been you know kicked out by quite a substantial margin yes the, the seasons previously have sort of ended summertime summertime and now you know we're not even going to get through the same amount of episodes by the end of the year no so i think what we should do is try and bring it all back in line with with actual years you know yeah. pass in real life for us okay no i mean that 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 makes some type of logical sense so i think what gives us nine episodes and then we'll do a roundup like we normally do. Yeah. We'll do a Christmas one. Yeah. And then we start again in the new year. We just okay. do that from now on. All right, yeah. Because well, the thing is that that, that ends, ends the season at the end of the year, which is quite nice. We have a little jolly L- where we realise that we don't understand Christmas. Yeah. And, then, and, and we, we try and do wine and we get drunk. Yeah. That's so good. I think that's our best bet. It'll be a slightly shorter season. Okay. But, you know, I think that's that's what we should do. Yeah, that makes sense. Um. The thing that actually prompted me to sort of do that is realising that the next episode is... Because uh, at the start of this adventure, we said we would be watching all the ones with um, re- recognisable main pantheon yes. Looney Tunes yeah. in. The big um, ones. But then we watched the Dover Boys way back when, and it was <laughs> yeah, great. It was good. And now I want to watch all the ones where I don't know who the fuck it is. Um, I mean that, that's good because I think I think we've got so one coming right up. forward to see how many of those there are. Is there a lot? Too many. Oh, okay, but, uh, but you know th- they happen. Yeah, um, and so I think we'll try and do four today, including okay. this one, because sometimes when they don't have the main pantheon Looney Tunes in, they're, they're a, bit a bit of a non-starter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, I think we should uh, jump right in with some. We've got some classic characters here. Oh, amazing! Look at them. Harry. Yeah. Alice. Yeah. Chang. Yeah. And Robert slash Roberta. Interesting. Interesting, eh? Uh, so this one sounds like it's like incomplete to me because it's called Mixed Master. Right. Like that just sounds like 
you know, they go, is this good enough to go out? And someone checks it and then they give it a name if it's... Yeah. But it's just mixed master. It's, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it could be absolutely nothing. We'll see We'll see what we can get. But we're watching Mixed Master. It's a Harry, Alice, Chang and Robert slash Roberta number from April 14th, 1956. <laughs> Okay, so it's been a while since we've had one of these, but we can only find it in Spanish or Portuguese, maybe. Yeah, but I'm thinking that it actually was just Spanish. I mean... I'm thinking that's 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 the way it was originally aired. That's the language these guys speak. Harry and Alice, classic Spanish yeah. names. Yeah. <laughs> just, I yeah. mean, well, no, no, no. Just just because just they're written I mean, there as Harry and Alice. like, like he, he was referring to his wife as Alicia. That's true. Yeah, I mean, it could be an error in our like, list. Yeah, like, like, like we know that we've had overly um, sort of like ambitious people typing these things out. Uh, Chang was a dog. Uh, Robert and Roberta. I'm thinking because like Harry brought back a little a little dog. So, um, like, shall we shall we try and work out what we think happened in the episode? Because I, I think I've got it pretty down. Yeah, I I, I think but the I dogs speak didn't know... any Spanish. Yeah. I got the first bit. It was like, it was like you know, it was like one minute Alice. I've got a and surprise. Then he was like, come on, come on to this little fuzzy dog that was outside. Yep. I think. Well, I know she didn't want it. No, because they already had a dog. They already had Chang. a dog, Chang, which is Shih Tzu. Yeah. Uh, and then, I think he promised her he wouldn't get any bigger. And it I did. Think that was what was going on. It got a lot bigger. It got a lot bigger. It was bigger than him. Yeah. Then they spend most of the episode trying... Well, he spends most of the episode trying to work out what sort of dog he is. Convinced he's like a thoroughbred of some kind. Yeah. Presumably, because she wants him out. Yeah. So, like, to, presumably to justify his place in the house. Yeah. They get a book out of thoroughbred dogs and, like... Robert, he tries a few things. Robert out. seems to be trying to be all these things. Like when it's on the boxer page, he's like uh, boxing. I, when it's on the pincher page, he's yeah, pinching he's in. pinching everything. Like it's all that sort of he's, stuff. I think he settles on sheepdog. I think he settles on the fact he's a sheepdog. Yeah, and I think he that he does himself no favors by trying to be a sheepdog, and he sheep he shepherds all the sheep through the house. He does a really good job of that. So I think like, maybe he is a sheepdog. And then that's sort of like that's the last straw. Yeah. Nick gets turfed out and then he turns up with a low a litter yeah and i guess that's what the robert slash roberta thing is because he wasn't a guy who was a girl yeah uh and it's a load of little sort of crossbreed whatever he is and shih tzus yeah and uh yeah i think that's what happened but my my but there was a lot more talking in it than i had hoped there would be <laughs> yeah i was really kind of hoping that they weren't going to be talking very much what was interesting is uh alice didn't have a nose no, didn't even bother with one. No, just like, it wasn't even a semblance when she turned her face to the side. No nose. Like, it was, it was interesting. What I liked She looked like is, a half-inflated balloon with a wig on it. Maybe that's what she was. <laughs> maybe that's why she didn't want a big bouncy dog all over the place. She was she's going to get popped. I like, know, I want this calm dog with no sharp bits. But yeah, I, like, I, I think what that was was a, a really hard-hitting tale about uh, self-identity. Well, I mean... It, like I can kind of see where you'd where you'd get that impression, you know. Uh, like so, Robert slash Robert didn't know what kind of dog they were, and you know didn't actually know what gender they were until. Well, they got... I think, I think the dog probably did know. Yeah, what gender they were. It's just that 
in all the time spent sort of growing up, Harry didn't bother checking checking at any point. Yeah. And then they ended up pregnant. Yeah, so it's... Which was odd. I mean, like, I don't know, because they're not characters we've seen before, it's difficult to sort of tie a lot of it into the greater universe. Harry's definitely not a very responsible dog owner because... No. Obviously, he didn't get anything done that he should have done when you get a dog, like getting his jabs and things. And, because did, it, did, that dog's they, never been Did to they do that in 1956, though? I don't know, but... Like, just, did they, maybe, like, like, did they jab, neuter, Maybe chip? not, but that dog has never been to a vet because no. otherwise they'd have said... It's this type this, of dog. This, well, they'd have at least gone, <laughs> this is a girl. Yeah. This is a girl Stop dog. calling it Robert. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know, because the... I, I didn't get the nuance of, like, the justification of Chang's presence over any other dog. I think he was, like, saying that the dog would be good to, like, they could play together yeah. or whatever. And and they did. Oh, yeah, they did. But, like, Chang was quite an aggressive, um, quite an aggressive person within it. Like, it, like, he didn't want anything to do with Roberta at all. But also, I don't really know, like how it works i'm not a dog person but like does so like chang was the same sort of size throughout yeah right like you know it was it it was his full size yeah uh when robert turned up and was a little fuzzball yeah and was the same size when robert was bigger than harry yeah like do little dogs take significantly less time to get to their full size like does a big dog to get to its full size does it just grow quicker or does that take a long time because is chang significantly older than no no like 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 a dog can go from puppy to full size in like a year and a half two years so so it could just be yeah so so so, a a year out or yeah exactly like they they could only be a year or two years apart stuff I i don't know like in the the real world (laughs) (laughs) it's like i don't i don't know yeah, no, you're like two different breeds live substantially different lengths of time. Well, like, you, well you tend to find that, like, uh, I, I think mongrels tend to live a lot longer, yeah, just because because they they're don't, not inbred. Yeah, yeah, because they don't have all of the weird genetics going on. Yeah, because they've got the like, whole thing the good is, genetics going is on. Both alien and just awful to me. But yeah. there you go. Um, but, but yeah, like, I mean, like as as opposed to like kind of like growth rates, it, I think I think across your different breeds, they're fairly similar. Like. Uh, a small dog will reach its full size seemingly quicker. I mean, there is the But just worry. because the amount it grows is a lot less. Yeah. I mean, I still don't... Because, like, like, you know, you're talking sort of dog years. Like, you've got to presume that Chang was essentially an adult at the start. Yeah, see, I've, I've, I've never been a big person for dog years. Like, well, no, they just like, live the same amount of... Like, yeah, my point is just, like, you've got to presume that Chang was, an a, like, an adult or at least, like, an adolescent yeah. at the start. Yeah, yeah. Whereas... Robert was a child. Yeah. Now, like, did did Chang and Robert not get along in the bit that we didn't see in the time skip, or did was Chang basically like, I don't know, at what point basically did Chang go actually, like, I like I, this. I, I, I'll have a bit of this. I'll have a bit of that. Um, because I, I mean I don't know because the thing is is like, well the. After he chased the sheep in, um, 
that's when Harry, Harry was a traveling salesman for as, as far as I know. He basically packed a bag and went off to work because yeah. he was having a phone call about going to work. So he went off. So I'm assuming he was away for some time. And during that time, that's when Chang and uh, Roberta got it on. It's been quite a while, actually, in the sort of 50s era tunes that we've seen really any job other than traveling salesman or hotel owner i think i think that was probably quite a big thing back in the 50s wasn't it i suppose yeah like but yeah it's got yeah it's got a glen gary glen ross sort of vibe to it yeah it's just like if you're not a salesman you're nothing yeah exactly but we've got to presume that's why daffy keeps you know well, see, I think I, I think he just does it because he's he's got back of shit. Exactly, he's just like, oh, I've got all this stuff kicking about. I best get try and get rid of it before somebody finds out. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like it was an entertaining episode. It was entertaining just trying to work out what was yeah. happening. I had to watch it more carefully uh, than most of them. Yeah, because you've got to work out. Because I'm trying to work out what they might be saying. Yeah, but I mean, I think I, we did pretty well. I don't. I don't think it's going to have any big sort of impacts because. You know, it was Shall we look at the summary and see what see how we did? Yeah, go on then. Like I just I just want to see how like you know how worthwhile it is us, um, us watching Spanish ones. Right, Harry, a mild man of Matt, brings home a small shaggy dog. He is named Robert. Right, correct. Winner. <laughs> Alice disapproves because they already have a dog named Chang. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's a Pekingese. It's not a. It's not a Shih Tzu. It's a Pekingese. Okay. Well, there you go. Uh, you see, don't know about dogs. <laughs> I mean, I couldn't have told you that that was a Pekingese. When you said Chitto, I was like, yeah. Yeah, that's all good. He did. He said they'd be good. They could play together. Yeah. Got that right. Uh, but it says Chang doesn't like the mutt. Yeah, It yeah. seems like Chang doesn't like the mutt. But that, that could be like, you know, pulling your pigtails in the playground. It could be, yeah. Uh, yeah, they're just trying to work out what he is. Uh... And then Harry buggers off. Uh, it doesn't specify travelling salesman, but he's got to leave for four weeks. Yeah. Yeah, Robert ruins it by shepherding the sheep in. Uh, he asks Alice where Robert is. Uh, and so she has got rid of him while he's away and hasn't really thought about what she's going to tell him. <laughs> so we didn't get that part quite there. It's like, it's just like she had not thought this through. She's like, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> he's going to notice he's gone. Yeah, he's going to wonder where the dog is. Uh, and then, oh, no. She, so it's not that she's kicked him out. It's that she's discovered that Robert is the mother. Right. Uh, and... You know, so she's worked it out by then. It's yeah. not that he's returned home after being kicked out. Right. It's that while Harry was away, Alice has found this out, and Chang is the father. We did pretty well. That, that's not bad. It was. It's it was not bad. It was mainly like the last big conversation that we were just like could be saying anything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, well, I think we did pretty well. well let's start. Well, let's start watching them. What more. I quite like is that every time we can't find one, we can find it in. Spanish? Yeah, that is weird. It's like... I mean, I'd understand, like, in... With more physical media... Yeah. Not being able to, you know, crack down on piracy quite as heavily in, like, outside of America. But on the internet... But it's the internet. Like, yeah. we can find it by just Googling... That. So they, and so they, all the English ones get taken down. Yeah. 
They don't give a shit about the Spanish ones. <laughs> well, that's it. They're just like we can oh, find well. any episode you like in Spanish. They don't. Yeah, it's weird, like they can. It? They can just. It's just accepted. Yeah. It's like no. It's they just they, like, they can just go. have it. We can't be bothered with our cease and desists there. It's just really odd to me. It's like yeah. I would have thought it'd just be blanket. You couldn't find it, and that's only ever happened once, I think. I think we've done rather well, but it's because of that massive pile of laser discs that we've got. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad we got the laser discs. Yeah, I'm but, glad we had the laser disc player. <laughs> well, that was the most expensive part. It was. And it is a bit shit. It only does Looney Tunes laser discs. That's like, all we've got. Like, but, you know. We should try and get Demolition Man on laser disc. I mean, that I think is like a, <laughs> that's a quintessential laser disc. That'd be good, wouldn't it? I love having a laser disc player and only having Looney Tunes. It's good, isn't it? <laughs> like I don't like, and so I don't really want to. Buy, but maybe only de- just demolition. Man just demolition man. And Looney That's Tunes. it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll we'll get on eBay after this. Uh, shall we move on to some more rec- recognisable folk? I think we should. Uh, we've got Bugs Bunny, Yosemite Sam, and Dopey Dick. Classic character. Uh, yeah, we'll see. Classic. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, it sounds like it's going to be another. Time hopping bugs, uh, annoying Yosemite number. It it's does. called Rabbits and Crusoe. But we've also seen bugs in that sort of era, like sink Yosemite Sam's ship. Yeah. And so it might be a direct aftermath to that situation uh, because it sounds like he's going to be stra- at least one of them is going to be stranded on an island but unfortunately it does sound like it's bugs it does but uh, have you seen have you seen the laser disc uh, name that it's on though yeah it's like this was my favorite one when we got the, the got the bunk pack wince upon a time yeah, it's like it. it's like what, what does that mean like it's an acknowledgement from earlier than now that some of what we're going to watch is not really yeah. okay but it's got a lot it, it, it's foolhardy fairy tales and loony legends yeah it's great well yeah it's great but like yeah just wince upon a time makes it like, yeah. we know some of this is a bit cringeworthy <laughs> sorry <laughs> you're sincerely the brothers warner <laughs> yeah uh, so yeah, we're watching Rabbits and Crusoe, A Bugs, Yosemite and a Dopey Dick number from April 28th 1956 <laughs> Right, so it is Yosemite who's the Robinson Crusoe in this situation. Yes. I mean, Bugs is in a sitch as well, but one we've seen him in before. He's floating at sea in like a box. He's got tons of carrots, yeah. which we know is how he knows he doesn't really have anything pressing he should be doing. I think the two are tied. Yeah, I think. But then he does say, Yosemite Sam does say he's been there for like a year, though. I thought he said he'd been there for 20 years. No, oh, maybe it is 20 years. Or is it that I mean, we he do, was we, worried about being there for 20 years? But also, we don't know at what point this is set. Well, I mean, if it's Robinson Crusoe-ish, then it's like early 1700s. Yeah. Like 1720 or something like that. But given that Yosemite Sam was a squid when it was thing, yeah, why couldn't and he, he get himself off? I mean, not like that. <laughs> like, why, why couldn't he get why himself? Can't he get himself, why can't he get why himself is he so away from the island? Well, actually, if, if I'm honest, generally speaking in this episode, I think he was a lot more chill than he usually is. That's true. I think he might have been getting himself off quite a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not a lot else to do, though. Uh, but he finally reaches breaking point uh, on this island because he's had to eat just coconuts. And I'm sure he says nothing but coconuts for 20 years. Yeah, I think he has. But, yeah, so he's been there a while. He's, because he's, he's himself like 
you know, he's he's, he's pretty geared up. Yeah, yeah. Like, like he's, but he's got all the stuff he needs on a ship on the on the ship that's crashed. Yeah, I don't understand why he didn't just bring that to the island that he was on. And also, the island he was getting the coconuts from was a different island to the one he was stuck on. And he had to get to it across them all. Why not just move to the island where the food is? Yeah. So there were there were three sort of well, two actual islands and the ship basically. Yeah. There's the middle island where his house is. Yeah. And then they, he goes across rocks, avoiding Dopey Dick, who's a shark, yeah. uh, to get to the ship, and does the same thing. Or over hammer-headed to the halibut. Other, yeah, that was, de- <laughs> that was definitely one accusation that was held about. I've been, I've never been more sure that uh, Yosemite Sam is a squid creature, though. Yeah, his hat he's made is like a squid body. It is a lot like a. The and squid that got body me thinking. Bit, oh, maybe his head is. Like maybe that's what his head is like yeah and it's just under a hat unfortunately later in the episode we see him son's hat and it blew that out of the water but i'm still pretty sure his head is his body yeah and we already knew we thought his mustache was tentacles yeah but at one point uh dopey dick gnashes his foot off yeah uh and you can see like half a shoe and then this just toe his long toe just comes looking <laughs> and like, starts looking out and around. around looking around and then the rest of the foot just sort of yeah and it's out. it's definitely tentacles and like so I, I yeah i think i think everything from the like the the middle of the face down is, is tentacles is just yeah, tentacles yeah. like octodad yes a lot like octodad i reckon that's the yosemite sam form except just more evil angry i think i don't yeah. know that i think yosemite sam's evil i think, I think he, he started probably, off evil i think he probably serves like an evil power unwillingly or unknowingly right but i don't think he's evil like that's the way these sort of uh, eldritch horrors tend to work isn't it yeah it's like i don't think that individual tweeties that tweety prime sends out are necessarily are evil. evil they're just yeah. sort of they're just doing their tools they're tools of a greater being, and I've I've always presumed that's the case with. Do you think Yosemite, Yosemite Sam. Sam's a tool? Yeah, I think Yosemite Sam's a tool. Right. Okay. Good. <laughs> uh, Bugs is floating around in a box. He's got loads of carrots, so yeah. that's why he's pretty chill. He's just humming a jaunty yeah, yeah, tune he's, he's, and paddling with his ears. He seems happy to see land when he sees it. Yeah, but ultimately, he knew he was safe because Bugs, as long as he's got carrots. He knows there's nothing pressing he's meant to be doing. Yeah, when so the he can just float are, about. When the carrots run out, that's when he knows he's in the place he needs to be. Yeah. And he's got some stuff to yeah, do. He needs to do a bit. Because Future Bugs sends carrots back to him. Yeah. Uh, through himself? Through, him, through himself. <laughs> oh, God. Whenever Future Bugs eats a carrot, it comes. <laughs> it turns yeah, it up in, in, in Bugs's carrot wallet. Yeah, through a hole. Which I always imagine is just like a normal wallet. But it's got like three carrots in. Yeah. But he'll take one, he'll eat it, and he'll open it, and there'll still be the, three yeah, carrots yeah. in yeah. there. Whereas the endless if it's like carrots. two or one, he's like, okay, I'm coming up on an event that I yeah. need to They're alter. not replenishing. Yeah. That's, and that's when he knows. Yeah. Um, ultimately, it's mainly bugs tormenting Yosemite Sam, but quite passively in this one. Like, basically, Yosemite Sam wants to cook him. Yeah, see, so I don't think it's bugs tormenting him. I think, I think it's bugs just being like, look, I don't want to be cooked, pal. Yeah, but ultimately, if you wanted to catch someone for whatever reason, yeah. and they were uh, just across the way, <laughs> past an obstacle you couldn't pass safely, yeah. just taunting, <laughs> reclined <you>. on the <laughs> front of your ship, yeah. just singing songs all day and all night, like, as I say, it's quite a passive taunting, but he's still there just taunting him. Yeah. The interesting thing was we never saw bugs touch land in this. I don't. No, think. actually, that's true because he leapt. He leapt out of the 
box. Yeah. Directly into the into, arms of Yosemite Sam. Yeah. And then Sam he carried him, him to the cauldron, cauldron of water, popped him in. Yeah. And then we don't know how he got to the boat, but we didn't see him touch land. And then he was on the boat. The shark doesn't seem to be able to get that far up and about the boat. I think it's because there's a door at the top of the stairs. Yeah. But he can uh, get on land but he easy can get and climb a tree. So possibly it was Bugs not feeling like he could guarantee his safety on land while no, paying The shark attention. didn't seem that bothered about... This, this is like um, Captain Hook and the TikTok crocodile, isn't it? Yeah, like the TikTok of. crocodile is like it's he's at, he's after Captain Hook. Yeah, he doesn't seem that bothered about anybody else. That's and true. And in this, Dopey Dick was after um, Yosemite Sam. He didn't seem bothered. So I'm thinking maybe Bugs rode Dopey Dick to the boat. But why wouldn't he want to touch land? But I guess yeah. Why isn't he touching land? Because land means because that's why he's excited to see land. I yeah, think. Yeah, because he can get it. He can get go away. anywhere. But I think when he sees Yosemite Sam, he's like, ah, I could have some fun here, and does. Yeah, I think so. Because he makes CO70 Sam paddle him over 2,000 miles back to San Francisco. Maybe he's just worried that if he touches land and realises, like, and can go anywhere, he he knows he'll get bored and won't won't see this taunting Sam thing through to its fullest yeah, possible that's true. thing. Because he can leave whenever. Yeah. I think he's maybe just worried he'll get bored. Or, I mean, that's understandable. Or that he's got something he does need to do there and he just wants to be around long enough to check. Yeah. Because if he nips off, you know... Across the world. Although he can do that pretty instantly. He can, and he could also come back like a second after he left because he can travel through the time. Yeah. He had some reason then for not wanting to touch the ground. I think it was to beef up Sam's tentacle arms paddling 2,000 miles. What, for basketball purposes? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, dude, your arms are getting a bit noodly. For for basketball purposes, you know, nearly 400 years later. Yeah, yeah, but you know, buff arms. Well, yeah, I mean, that, that's tentacles, got, got to tentacles. count for something. Tent- buff, buff? buff tents, mate. Buff tents. Ah, buff tents, pal. Ah, buff, buff tents. tents. <laughs> Stacked tents. He's been feeding the snakes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, other than that, really, I, it was it was a fun episode, but it didn't, didn't really kind of... Not many questions there. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty Not standard. Bugs and Yosemite thing. I mean, like, it's... Yeah, it, it, it's cemented more of his, his squiddly nature. Yep. I've got a bit more of an idea of his sort of anatomy. Yeah. I didn't want it. No, but, but you've I've got, got it. it. Yeah. You know, because that, that goes, that, you know, his horrible sort of malleable everything. Pe- peaky toes. Peaky toes. <laughs> you know, they like that and his constantly shifting swimming sea of teeth. Yeah. Adds up. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because, like, you know, he's still, he's like, and I, I, do, I don't know. How how many listeners remember that uh, Yosemite Sam can fit through uh, any gap larger than his largest tooth? Yeah, uh, that's that's the main obstacle from squeezing through gaps. So the rest of him squishy as your knife. Yeah, just just exactly like an octopus. Yeah, it's. I mean, I, I, every time I think yeah, about it, it's horrible. horrible. I don't like it. Horrible. Like him, him poking his mustache wiggly through, giving it a bit of a. Give it a bit of a what? Sorry. Oh right. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Uh, okay, let's move along then. Uh, we're going back. Last time we saw uh, this guy, he was not doing well. No. He was boiling a can for his dinner. Yeah. Uh, and not a can of something. Just no, a can. Just, just a can just in an water. Old can. Um, it's a Wiley Coyote and a Roadrunner number. Um, so 
yeah, he's still trapped, sponsor-free in this game show. Yeah. And we don't really know how it's working how out from. How he's going to get out. But yeah. he's contractually obliged to be there. I think that's the one thing we're certain about. Yeah. Um, but he's running out he's running out of traps. He's running out of ideas. He's running out of the will. He's running out of cans to boil. So he's running out of cans to boil. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it's a Wiley and Roadrunner number. It's called G Wiz. That's W H I Z dash Z dash Z dash Z dash Z dash Z dash Z. Wow. G Wiz. Why do they need the dashes? Is it G Wiz? Uh, see, I'm, 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 I like, do not think all the Zs are like sleepy Zs. Oh, they might be sleepy Zs. Yeah, that's. G Wiz. Yeah, I mean. With those, I'd favour some ellipses as well. After, who who wouldn't favour some ellipses, mate? Honestly. It's, it's called G-Wiz. Uh, and it's a Wiley and Roadrunner number from May 5th, 1956. He's back in the game. He is back in the he's game. Got he's got sponsorship back. He's definitely got a sponsorship and back. I think I know who it is. Go on, then. Well, we, we floated the idea that Elmer, uh, when he was living in that penthouse, Aye. was like his main sponsor. Yeah. And then suddenly, Wiley didn't have any money anymore. And he's boiling a can. Yeah. and well, that, But that was a gradual thing that started happening. Yeah, yeah. And we think he was pretty much without sponsorship for quite a long time. Then Sylvester came into some money. And Elmer was suddenly there yeah. as his financial advisor trying to convince him to invest. Yeah. And now, Wiley Coyote has money again. Yeah, coincidence? I think not. I don't think so. I yeah. think his mysterious benefactor is, is back. Sylvester. I don't think Sylvester necessarily knows. No. He's, so, that's what he's invested th- in. So the, the question is, is like, what is Elmer going to get if Wiley catches Roadrunner? I don't know, but I think... He's just, he's just betting it. Do you, like, not in, because, I mean, you know, betting is not investing. Well, my thinking is, like, we see the occasional Elmer and Bugs run in these days, but not often. Yeah. And that's not really his main no. thing anymore. No, no. And the fact that Bugs has sort of moved on, seemingly mainly to bugging Yosemite Sam yeah. most of the time, or just doing other bits and pieces, that he feels like he got across to Elmer the gravity of the situation. So yeah. I'm wondering if Elmer also knows at this point that he needs to get help get this this team together. Right. And Wiley, uh, Wiley Coyote is a, an important part of that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he's, he's, he's got the speed. He's got the speed. Yeah. And he's got the brains when he's yeah, yeah. malnourished. Uh, he has grown incredibly physically weak. That's something we know. And he is now so. unable to talk. <laughs> he can never talk. He could. He just held signs up. Nah, because he, he, he spoke to Bugs, didn't he? Way back when. He used to have that really he's eloquent held, voice. He's always held signs up in the Roadrunner ones, though. Yeah, but he used to have a really uh, really eloquent way of talking. Yeah, I reckon there's something in his like in his contract for the game, because we don't think he was in the game when he was talking no. to Bugs. Because he's always just held signs yeah, up in, yeah. the, in the Roadrunner situation. He's never, he's never been able to speak. No. Like, this is the first time that he's acknowledged using a sign. That he is unable to speak, yeah. not can't communicate this, yeah, yeah, this yeah. way uh, at the moment. But yeah. like, it, this is the first time he's acknowledged he can't. But yeah, I think so. I think Elmer is, although he doesn't like bugs very much. I think he is on side for the 
for the, for yeah, the, I mean, for like, the greater good. Like you, can, you, you can not like bugs, but you can still not want the world to end. Exactly. Like, <laughs> it's, it's, one of, it's one of those good episodes where, you know, some, some enemies become friends. Yeah. It's like the good X-Men bits where like Magneto and Professor X have to work, work together on yeah. the same side, even though, you know, they're, they're enemies. Yeah. You know, which I, it's a relationship we, I think we posited even that, um, yeah, no, that think... um, comparison yeah. early on. It's where we need Elmer and Bugs to get to. Because Elmer, like, is reasonably powerful in his own right. Yeah, he just doesn't realise how powerful he is, Yeah, I but think. I think he's doing it through, like, influence. Yeah. You know, he He's doing it sort of the, he's sort Lex of the manual Luthering way. It. He's, he's Lex, Lex Luthor. Yeah, he's the, he's the Lex Luthor to the Superman. Exactly. Uh, yeah, like, so that, that that's that's where I'm at. That's where I think we're at. I think Sylvester is probably unwittingly funding... This Wiley, yeah, yeah. Wiley, I can't say Wiley Coyote without having a massive pause between the E and Coyote. I say, ki- <laughs> I say Coyote like it's Kyoto. If I say, I, I, it just how it comes out. I can't do it. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, like, it, 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 is, it is Wiley. Yeah, but it's Wiley Coyote. Yeah. And I can't say that. I have to really think about Coyote every time. I go, why? They, I've been listening back when I'm editing them and going, I say Wiley Coyote, Wiley Coyote every single time. <laughs> I mean, it's really annoying. <laughs> I can't do it. Just start, start, start breaking the it's down. It's like a red lorry, yellow lorry situation. Or just, just call him Wile. Willy. Willy Coyote. Willy Coyote. I think it's the... I think it's trying to do Wile E yeah. that fucks up the next bit for me. Wile E Coyote. I'm just going to call him Will. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Will and Roe. Classic. Will and Roe. <laughs> Will, Will and Roe. <laughs> there, there. No one seems that interested in... Getting Roadrunner on the side, but I'm sure Roadrunner plays at least some part in Space but Jam. I think Roadrunner is just not as intelligent as, like, I, I don't even know if he's really that sentient. Do you think if they just they, they like they just know at this point that if they just paint a road towards the the net, yeah, he'll go, he'll go, yeah, he'll just he'll just do it. Yeah, maybe maybe it's he's just and also, clearly far easier. He's not going to gonna dribble, is he? No, like, I think that's I'm the main thing. You've got to get Roadrunner to be able to dribble. Maybe just runs interference. Possibly. They just draw road everywhere. Yeah, like a, like like a spaghetti <laughs> junction situation. Yeah. And he just goes. I think I, I, I genuinely don't really remember a lot of Space Jam. No, uh, that's what's always interesting when I'm trying to remember what like actual roles, basketball-wise, people played in Space yeah. Jam. Because I can't remember and I'm not allowed to watch it. No, exactly. And well, I'm not even really looks, allowed to look at any information about by it. By the looks of it, I'm not going to be able to watch it for quite some time because we're not even <laughs> going to be in the fucking 60s by the end of this year. Uh, it's all right. It'll speed up, man. There were a few things uh, in that episode uh, that I found interesting. We briefly touched on the fact that he's incredibly physically weak. He couldn't press yeah. the plunger down on the uh, on the dynamite. And also, at one point, he's holding out dynamite on one of those sort of extendy arm things. Yeah. And... When he pulls the thing, he goes backwards through a wall and dynamite just remains in yeah. midair. Explain this to me. Because um, I couldn't work out 
what that was. Well, Apart the, from, he's so weak that he can't hold something still no, against no, air. No, no, because the thing is, is, like he had previously, and also as soon as he came in contact with something solid, the thing would have went forward, unless there was something solid in front of the dynamite stopping that from being able to happen. What if it's one of his, he didn't realise he'd left one of his previous paintings? That's, that's, that's exactly <laughs> why things happened. I think he's painted the... A hole in the chasm. He's getting really good. He's no, yeah, none he, of this instant Acme hole bullshit. No. Or just painting a bit of a, a cliff black. Yeah. He put up a whole facade and within seconds... Had he Bob Ross the fuck he, out he of it. Bob Ross it up a yeah. treat. I think, like, as a matter of fact, I think this is where Bob Ross gets his ideas from. Because this is the 50s. Do you know what else I think uh, Bob Ross gets from here? Go on. His wave. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. definitely does that. See, yeah. happen again. Coyote. <laughs> Uh, he definitely does that, like when he's falling off, about to fall off a cliff. Yeah, he does the Bob Ross wave. Bob Ross wave. But it's the actually fingers, isn't it? the Wiley Coyote wave. It's actually the Wiley Coyote wave. <laughs> Bob Bob Ross is Wiley Coyote the later years. Well, yeah, maybe Wiley Coyote <laughs> has come out of the universe and became Bob Ross. It became for a Bob bit. Ross for a bit. Yeah, and that's why he's when always hiding Ross, things behind trees. I can't remember. It was like two thousand. Well, I think it was in the two thousands, wasn't it? Yeah. No, I'm just wondering how that, how we're, you know, when we have to account for his ju- his his ability to jump. Well, I mean, the thing is, like, you know, he could jump backwards and forwards, or maybe because um, you know we've had people being kind of split and part of their personality being one place and part of it being the other. Like, yeah. like maybe part of like Wiley's personality actually split and came out. Well, I tell you what else: when you watch an episode of Bob Ross, yeah, during the painting part, just the way it's framed, yeah. You don't often get any, if ever, get much confirmation that the but arm, actually the arm you see painting is attached to the Bob Ross you can see. Yeah, that's true. He could be stood there with his arms at his sides yeah. for those shots, just so you get a bit of his amazing hair yeah. and, and talking you nicely through how you paint. And Wiley Coyote is <laughs> just, just crouching down it, yeah. and just giving it a bit of paint. Head. So yeah, that's, possibly. that's an option. We're going to have to watch some Because we know Ross. Bob Ross is a friend to the animals. He is a, he is a massive friend to the animals. And he loves that, them. And the animals he's friends with also can't speak. So This is true, he yeah. He can probably communicate quite well with Wiley Coyote. Yeah. So that's, that's something. <laughs> that's something to think about. <laughs> something to think about. So Bob Ross is actually a, a cute combination of Bob Ross. Yeah. <laughs> like, Bob Ross, in this instance, glorified paint salesman Bob Ross. <laughs> yeah. And nice Wiley, bit of black Wiley gesso. Coyote. Gotta get that black gesso on there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Oh, I like that. <laughs> I like that a lot. Oh, that's uh, good. So, yeah, well, I'm going to leave that there. Like, as Just... a ju- juicy dangler, we'll move on to uh, who has, in this third season, pretty much been our main focus, I would say. I'd say so. Um, we've got a bit more bugs in of late. Yeah. But Sylvester has kind of been our main man through most of it. Yeah. Uh, and... Now we're sort of seeing why with the Elmer connection. Yeah, uh, it's actually it feeds a lot more into the the broad the broad narrative yeah. Yeah. and the the path the we need to arc. get everyone on. Yeah, because that's brought. In fact, that link has pretty much brought every main character we require at least into some semblance of connectedness. Yeah, yeah. Um, so. Uh, this looks like a pretty classic down the line number because it's just Sylvester and Tweety. No grannies Straight to up. worry about. Nope. No, no, no dogs. Extra. Yep. Like, it's just Sylvester and Tweety. So let's uh, see what they're up to. It's called Tree Cornered Tweety. Uh, it's Sylvester and Tweety number from May 19th, 1956. <laughs> 
an interesting format then. Yeah. Because we're getting an inner monologue of Tweety. Yes. we haven't really had before. We've had Tweety be the central one, the character of the episode, like quite early on. Yeah, but this seemed like an interruption, well, or in, an interception of a report. Yeah, it was very much like 9.32pm, this. Yeah. Uh, so I think this is, what we've got here is... Basically what Tweety Prime receives back from, like, the drone Tweety. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, one of the interesting things here for me was that... So there's no granny involved. Nope. Early on, the Tweety seems to have an owner, but it seemed like a younger person. Yes. It didn't seem like a granny. Um, so I'm wondering if this is the kind of thing that happens when a Tweety is sent out and doesn't pair with a granny. Well, see what I'm thinking, because like the report that we got there wasn't like kind of you know our inducted cultists or you know was doing this doing that. It was I think this this is a tweet he sent out specifically to research Sylvester. I mean, I'm not sure. Well, maybe because it was a very Sylvester centric report. Yeah, but it did feel the need at the start to go to list that the name of the cat was Sylvester. Yeah. So, I mean, a lot of what this episode did to for me, was feed into the idea that the drone Tweeties, like, they know they've got to report back. Yeah. But they're... Well, either that... It might be subconscious. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. They're, they're just doing their Tweety thing. Because, yeah, like I say, didn't pair with the granny. No. Nope. And in this situation, seemed to feel like it was in a lot more peril. Like, it was all about trying to manoeuvre so the cat couldn't get them. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, like, like that tweet, you ran away to all sorts of places. Yeah, because it, it was in the house and then it was, you know, it thought it could get by out on its own. Yeah. Then, then went to a cabin. To a, yeah, it retreated to a military base. Yeah, uh, in the middle of a minefield. <laughs> retreated to Colorado. Yeah. I can't remember if the snow bit was between the military base and Colorado. Yeah, it, well, it was, it went um, house library cabin military base colorado yeah so this this bird is in the mindset of a bird not in the mindset of Tweety yeah. prime basically yeah, yeah. um but i think this is just going on in the back of the brain is this is how they store data because we're pretty yeah. sure they're a little you know even though they're biomechanical, I yes, guess like yeah, they, yeah. They, they've still got like co- computer parts. Yeah, but but like, there's there's still squidgy flesh bits. Yeah, and you know, roboty bits. So, yeah, it was interesting because yeah, it was basically just reports on the the maneuvers of Sylvester. Um, yeah, I mean, there, there was large gaps in time as well, so we don't really know kind of what went on in between them. But what was interesting is that, so we've, we've, we've assumed a lot of different Tweeties every time it's been with a different granny or whatever. Yeah. Um, but that might be ultimately because Sylvester can't get near them as easily when they've got a granny or an army of clone Hectors yeah. or whatever. Whereas this Tweety, I think, is possibly been lost in transit and is just making the most of its life and that's why sylvester had the chance to pursue this one pretty yeah, cool. endlessly yeah yeah, yeah. For, for all over the place uh he wasn't a stray cat in this one he went nope. tweet he went on about stray cats at the start but sylvester like he, he went and bought stuff and things like that yeah like, which well he, well he does have i reckon he gets like a per diem from elmer yeah i think he's got money yeah but, uh you know if he knew he had access to loads of 
you know, new exciting Acme shit. <laughs> yeah, he probably like a, wouldn't be going to the army surplus stuff and trying to catapult himself at a tweety with an ejector seat. No, but I mean that must have been expensive. Yeah, he's got the, it because got it wasn't cash. an ejector seat. It was it was like a rocket seat. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, generally I would say that Sylvester, you know, he's not being kept on that tight a financial leash by Elmer. He's got a no. he's got an allowance and it's it's got to be pretty substantial. Sizable. Yeah. Um, but I don't think he really understands quite the extent of his wealth. No. Uh, or at least, you know, doesn't understand that he could be setting up a more serious Tweety hunting operation. He really could. He, I mean, he could he could be employing a lot of people to help him out. Yeah, I mean, and all those stray cats, they don't need to be stray. But then Elmer convinced the stray cats, though, also that investing the investment was, yeah. was the So I don't important think they thing. would go working. So, yeah, that's, that's something, I suppose. Sylvester... Uh, we we got a pretty uh, conclusive um, nine lives death uh, and immunity conclusion. Yep. Uh, so it was like he, he's in the minefield. He gets blown up by Tweety because Tweety ch- gives Chucks him a him magnet. magnet. Yeah, and all these minefields, fl- uh, minefields, <laughs> all, all the minefields, mine, every minefield, <laughs> from, from, uh, all, the mines. all the mines from yeah. the minefield yeah. fly onto the magnet and blow him up. And then he just sort of stumps off in a f- half with mines going off yeah, everywhere. Yeah, doesn't give... Because he knows he doesn't need to be bothered yeah. now. Because he's, he's already lost up. a life from it. So, yeah, that, that seemed like a tick on our... Uh, oh, definitely. On our Sylvester theories about his immunities yeah. to stuff that's killed him before. But yeah, ultimately, I don't know, I don't know that it answers much because just because the nature of the setup of the episode, I think this Tweety must be reasonably inconsequential. Because it's a mistake. So. Yes. Yeah. He 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 probably should have went somewhere. Like I reckon, like he got posted off to somebody with the last name Granny. Maybe. Yeah. You know. Or yeah. or, or maybe it was like Gillian Ranny. Yeah. And yeah. You know, Classic name. <laughs> Mrs. G Ranny. You know. Oh God. But uh, yeah. But what's interesting is, um, so early on, Tweety had a really high death count, right? Kill count. Yeah. Um, and. We're pretty sure that Tweety we were seeing early on was Tweety Prime because yeah. at some point Granny and Tweety went off on that ship to yes. the island. Yeah, yeah. And we don't think Sylvester ever caught up with them there. No. After he was chucked off the ship. Uh, but since then, we've just been seeing Tweeties. And I think we've been attributing uh, a bit more malice to the individual Tweeties. Um, yes. Than actually, I think, exists. I yeah, think it's entirely are, justified. They are far more of a you know, a, a dragnet sort of situation. Yeah. It's just, and, you know, it's really, I don't think Tweety Prime has any control directly over them. I, I, th- I think once they leave, um, once they leave the island, the programming they had, the programming they've got. Yeah. Like, I think they have the ability to communicate, um, like kind of wirelessly, but not necessarily update yeah, programs. Yeah, I don't even think they know they're doing it. No. Because I think, and I think that makes sense for Tweety Prime as well in terms of, uh, like, if you want these things to be your eyes and ears in the world, like it's better you, if they don't know. It's be- yeah, it's better if it's not obvious that they're sending yeah. information back to you. Yeah, yeah. It's just there are there are little songbirds everywhere, and you know, ready to be schnaffled. Yeah, let's keep an eye on these cats. Yeah. Question is, is it all cats they want to keep an eye on, or does Tweety Prime know that Sylvester's like the one they're after? At this point, they must know Sylvester's after them. Yeah. But was Sylvester always the mark? Well, the thing, or I, like, has Sylvester I, I, become like, the mark? I, I, I think they're probably just keeping an eye on all cats. 
Because like, it's, it's not like they are actively trying to kill Sylvester. And also, at the very start in the report, it was like, I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a Tweety Bird. Yeah. That's, this is where I come in, when he was talking about yeah. all the stray cats. So I guess, in some way, they know their job is to be in the vicinity of stray cats. Yeah. Well, that, that's they don't why know they... why, because that's peril to them. Yeah, yeah. But, but they, they, they just feel compelled to yeah. be there. Yeah, it's like it's like some some glitch in evolution almost. Except yeah. obviously, it's not. It's programming. It's programming. Yeah. But yeah, interesting episode not though. Much, but like it's given us a little bit of an insight into the individual drone tweeties mm. compared to. It it was nice to have that report format as well. Yeah, it's like it's it's knowing because that if we attribute that sort of uh, format back to every tweety episode we've yeah. had since the tweety prime went to the island then we pretty much know the level of information that Tweety Prime has about Sylvester's going on. So, like, you don't actually have as much insight into Sylvester's, like, intentions and plans as we thought maybe they might. We just have straight up, just cold hard information about what happened. It doesn't seem like they're reporting back on his immunities either. No, although this might be, because, like, the report didn't have it, but I mean, do, do, like, is what we're seeing part of the report, or is just what Tweety says part of the report? I, I, I think, I think it's probably what he's saying is part of it. Yeah. So in that case, we're pretty sure Sylvester still retains an edge in mm. some ways. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, it, it, it's possible that you know their programming never said report back on any immunities. Well, ultimately, it's, or any special powers. Well, I think maybe it does but we but this is one of the most blatant like flauntings of his immunities mm. we've seen and there was nothing in the in the report back no so ultimately that tells us that if he can do that in front of a tweeting yeah, yeah, and he it doesn't get reported. reported back he's probably retaining his edge yeah, if yeah. he wants to go on the hunt again i think so that's pretty good pretty good it, 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 it's not some, some not bad ticks there i think it's been a pretty meaty episode yeah on the whole yeah, i mean I my so. favorite part of it really is is there's the Wiley stuff, yeah, the Bob Ross stuff. Yeah, yeah. I was looking for some Bob Ross uh, music. Found found a good one, but we'll do, <laughs> we'll, we'll save that for later. Uh, but um, so sometimes when he's painting, you can see that the armor attached to his body, but the backdrop is completely black. So yeah. you could just do it theatre styley. Good. Whereas he's just wearing like a balaclava <laughs> stuff, and he's just got his arm up a sleeve. Yeah, um, yeah. So I'm, I'm still I'm still on for that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Right, I think that's about all we've got time for uh, this week. It's if, quite a good episode. Uh, thanks for listening. It's always good to know we're not on this journey alone. If you've got any theories or queries, we love to hear them. Uh, yeah, we so, would. So uh, if you hit us up on Twitter, at TSJ Community, that's where we are. Always. Um, as ever, we're going to leave you with a song. And as Wiley Ki- uh, Coyote has some money again, yep. he's no longer in the red, is he? He's not. He's back in the black. <laughs> <laughs> Which is an inspired choice. That allows us to play an absolute jam. So we're going to leave you with Back in Black by ACDC. And we'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye!